Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We have Brandon Kendall and myself, Brian, here, ready for another wonderful episode where we're going to share stories that none of us thought of or wrote, but somebody else did, and we'll share them with you. But, Kendall, yeah. you want to tell them how they can find us, track us down? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod, on Facebook, and our Podbean website. That's right. That's right. Get all the info. That's right. Stay current on the <laughs> right. latest craziest stuff. And if you have your own crazy story, DM it to us on any of those platforms. Yeah. Because we'll share it. You we'll know give me you rolling in ten minutes before the show That's starts right. and finding a story. I may or may not gotten all my stories driving between Mooresville and here. <laughs> Was there I traffic? Mean that, nope. That nope. is a bit of a drive. <laughs> and I copied and pasted it to my text, so I <laughs> I'm quite the talented person. Mm, you know you're not supposed to text say. and drive. I didn't text. Oh, you didn't send it. Yes, I just put it in the... There you go. <laughs> didn't say anything about reading yeah. the news and driving. Yeah, is text a noun or a verb? <laughs> Texting. Texted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got three news stories today. Kendall, you've got the good, right? Yeah. So... um at the time we're recording this, it's like just after Christmas, but we record a little early, so it'll kind of be late when you hear about it, but I thought it was neat <laughs> when I was reading it. So there is this one Santa who uses ASL to connect with children who are deaf, and I read the headline and I was truly just like mind blown, so I was like, I've never even thought about it. Like little kids who can't, like deaf kids, how do they tell Santa what they want? And so Charles Graves is the Santa he would have loved to meet as a kid. He is deaf and... Like, as a child, he could always, like, communicate. Obviously, you know, you can communicate with hearing people, but, like, hearing people don't communicate as well with deaf people. And so now he's a 52-year-old from Texas, and he's one of just a few professional deaf Santas in the United States and has been spreading, spending the winter going to malls, parades, and events to meet kids and chat with them through American Sign Language. During a recent event to... During a recent visit to Maryland, Graves met with several kids who were deaf, including Kevin Woodward, who asked Santa for a dirt bike. And his mom, who is also deaf, said it was beautiful to see her son interacting with Graves. This is exactly what it's supposed to be. To see him laugh and make those expressions with Santa was the best. And at that point, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was so sweet. <laughs> it is, actually. Yeah. Brian just showed up with a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like this and this. That's exactly what I would have done. But cool. also, I didn't realize, I just never thought about there being like a professional network of traveling Santas. I just kind of assumed it was like a local guy who had a beard and they would just put him on a seat. I didn't know that you actually have to register to be a Santa, like a, there's like a list or like a, a yeah, registration. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, so you'd be, I mean, I mean, we I never bought a Santa of suit offline and Lauren's dad did it for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like anytime you do like volunteering that involves children, like if, obviously schools, you would already have known that, but like. I don't think about that too much, but like mm. you get background checked. You get, I mean, so, fair. It's a good call. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just think about it. Like the Makes parents sense. are walking up and putting their kid in your lap, right? I right. mean, so you kind of got to check out as good to go. That'd be a yeah. little bit weird if that you had a problem and that's what you became. Yeah, yeah. So I'd never thought about it myself, but that makes sense. Yeah, I knew that there was a registration, like a, yeah. I don't know what they call it, professional Santa registration. Yeah. But. yeah, but I guess like there's a, I mean, it, I'm sure he gets paid because if he's from Texas and he had to go to Maryland for an event, surely. 
I'm sure. Yeah, and I mean something that's of that is super getting specialized hired. too. Right. Yeah. Like you would need to know like our Santa is deaf. Here's an event for deaf kids. Like that feels like something you would make a living at. Yes. But yeah. I've truly I never thought about it until I read this article and was crying so about two, two, deaf kids two wanting dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there two Santas? <laughs> <laughs> How do I pick? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I was sobbing reading the story. I was like, I have to read this one. I, it's funny is I kind of was skimming through it, you know, as I was driving. Saw ALS and I, for some reason, what ran through my mind when I saw ALS was the, uh, like when they were doing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. I was like. That was ALS. Yeah. This is ASL. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I got confusion. <laughs> I was like, how would those two think that next? <laughs> It's all too confusing. I don't understand. If I can't understand it, I can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is all confusing. So where, when do they pour the bucket of ice water on them? Yeah. Santa does the ice bucket challenge. I don't get it. <laughs> and then they get a dirt bike. What yeah. happens? Yeah. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's but pretty good. It was just sweet. It was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> uh, that is. That kind of reminds me about the one where the, the running one or something. The oh, yeah, yeah, the marathon. <clears throat> oh, biathlon. still the most impressive thing. Because, yeah. like, he's just as much an athlete as the brother who is the actual athlete competing. Maybe better. Because he has to, like, <laughs> narrate it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do it, narrate it, and... Yeah, I can't be out of breath while I'm telling him what's... <laughs> like, oh, screw it, I can't say this. And then the you know, kid walks right. out. Just use your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> I'm out of breath. Yeah. Still just the most impressive story. Yes, there are... There's another one like that where the guy climbed... Was it Everest or something when he had no legs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ain't got no legs. <laughs> Dan did it. I know that for us. <laughs> I got two fully functioning legs. I ain't climbing no mountain. Yeah. I'm good. It looks good from here. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally going to take my ability to walk for granted. Yes. <laughs> yes. I often find myself sitting down a lot. I, I got real tired real quickly. <laughs> Feet hurt. <laughs> Suck. Yep. <laughs> All right. Who's All right. Got, I got the bad. I got the bad this time. So I can wait. All right. <laughs> yeah, you got a minute. Okay. So with the bad story, I've got. So a Massachusetts woman is accused of using a swarm of bees as a dangerous weapon. I like it. Yep. It's off to a good start. So according to the sheriff, she allegedly unleashed a hive of angry insects on deputies who were trying to serve an eviction notice to somebody else, by the way, mm. at that moment. So Robin Hood. Yeah. So <laughs> she's apparently, uh, actually, it is funny because her, no, it's not Robin. It's Ronnie Rory Woods, a 55 year old professional <laughs> beekeeper drove up to the home in Longmeadow where the deputies were in the process of evicting another person. She's apparently part of a group that rallies around to fight evictions that are unnecessary. I mean, according to her. <laughs> you mean not paying rent is not a necessary eviction? <laughs> well, but it said How like she, know? she showed up with the bees. She knocked the lids off and the bees came flying out and the deputies came rushing over because they noticed and they were trying to get the lids back on before too many bees got out. And in that effort, she kicked over one of the hives off of the truck that she brought over and it smashed on the ground and bees poured out. And I guess like, you know, deputies were getting stung like crazy. I mean, I read that and I was like, yeah, I'd have drug her to jail. Yeah, the same. Yeah. I mean, you're a beekeeper, so you know what will agitate them and you know how they'll respond. So yes. that's a weapon to me. Yes. I right. 
I much worse than poor Beverly and yeah, her cat. Yeah, that's just a. Uh, to be honest, it's just a dick move. Yeah, it well, and like you also don't know who's allergic. Right, know, like it's potentially really dangerous. Yeah, what you've and done. And so when I read that, I was at first like, "How do you attack somebody with bees?" And I was like, "That's how you do it." <laughs> it's like throwing an alligator through a drive-through window. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the alligator is going to go one at a time. The yeah. bees are going to get them all. Right, yeah. from every direction. Yeah. Bees. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm particularly fond of this story because I have a disdain for bees. I mean, now I love honeybees. And yard sales. Because they're productive. But I lump wasps, hornets. They're all bees to me. Yes. And I have nobody has yet to explain what productive thing wasps and hornets do in this world. Sting. Yeah. And I know people, oh, well, they kill other insects. I'll keep the other insects to get rid of them. Well, which ones are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a spider, I'm okay with it. (laughs) I'm okay with the hornet hanging around for a bit. I don't know. Spiders are easy to squish. You know, I will give her this total a hole move, but the ingenuity I'm a big fan of. I was, yeah. And the way they described like the story was that's why I didn't read the whole thing because it's actually pretty lengthy. But the description of it was like she rolled up and they didn't know what was happening. And all of a sudden they started seeing her, those are hives, and they were lifting off the lids and the bees were going to start come pouring out and they came rushing over to try to stop it. Because they knew what was about to happen. Yeah. This sounds like something she's definitely done before. And she just like kicked one over. And the next thing you know, the bees are, you can't stop the bees from coming out now. She said, judo kick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Get them, boys. Yeah. that. Uh, like I said, I don't like the, the, the cause, but I'm a big fan of some thinking outside the box. <laughs> Brandon's like, I wonder what it would cost to get my beekeeping license. Yeah. Marty on it. <laughs> That might be a way to get my customers to pay on time. (laughs) Oh, you didn't think it was worth it, did you? (laughs) Bring a jar. You're only five days late. You get the jar. But like when you're 60 days late, you you get get the hive. You get the hive in a mail slot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so wrong. Yeah, you got to have a heavy heavy hive box so they can't open the door. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen the one of the Jackass movies where they thought they were going to a photo shoot and they had like five of them in the back of a limo and they had the sunroof open and they run over and just dump bees into the limo and lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> they were free. I mean, you're stuck in a limo and you're just getting the crap stung out of you. It's like you can't get out. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> that honestly, I would probably die of I would too. Yeah. I would too. If you haven't seen it, you got to look it up because it was one of the best things I've ever seen. It's painful to even think about. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Is it worse to be stung by the bees or be trapped and you I, can't it's get trapped out? trapped knowing that you're never going to get stop getting stung. Yeah. I mean, the right? Only... Like there's no end to this. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> if it's a honeybee, I guess it will die when it stings you. Yes. So eventually you'll run out of bees to sting you. Right. But if it's but if not a honeybee a and it's a wasp. Bees, that's a thousand stings you gotta get through. Death by a thousand stings. <laughs> that would be the worst for me. I feel like even if you're not allergic, you're allergic to that. Yeah, yeah. Then they dump mayonnaise in this. Yeah, would everybody. Ask, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that at that point, I would just like that. that that'd right. Be, turn, just... That'd be grounds for taking care of it myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't think of anything worse for me. Is like I've had people ask me like, "Are you allergic?" No, I'm actually not. Yeah. Unless fear is an allergy, then I am. 
I reek with fear. Yeah. <laughs> and they know it, too. <laughs> they can smell it on me. Like, literally, if a bee flew in here right now, it would attack me. <laughs> Not the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My wife is like, mm. a bee will go straight to her. Oh, yeah. We were sitting on our porch one night, like, two summers ago. And all of a sudden, this bee, like, I'm in one rocking chair and Luke's in the other rocking chair. We're both, like, playing on our phones. And all of a sudden, this bee flies up out of nowhere and gets him right in the eyelid. And, like, it was the funniest thing that had ever happened. <laughs> but his old you face swelled like up. That, right? <laughs> like, he didn't even look like himself. So he got I'll married s- a bobblehead. A swole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's never called out sick from work. He missed, like, three days. Yeah, with your <laughs> face swollen. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, it's hard I mean, it to operate awful. when you're used to two eyes and you only get one. <laughs> I mean, it was awful, but it was, like... <laughs> 50-50, that thing was going to get one of us, and it got him. Yeah. That, and you went. <laughs> she goes like this, throws the bee at him. It's like the alligators with the giant food. Deflection. Yeah. It is my ninja move. That's good. All right. So. All right. You got the whatever story, Brandon. All right. Speaking of buzzing, as you get your phone here, <laughs> let's see. Let's see all those cameras one. on it. Camera one, camera two, camera one. <laughs> Me and Brandon have vintage iPhones. Or Brian have vintage Yeah, I was going to say. All right. So the whatever. Potty training goes horribly wrong. So, Awful. Nope. So two. No poop. <laughs> <laughs> Not a poop story. <laughs> so. We do love a poop story. The, the, there's a two-year-old that they were trying to potty train, and I guess she decided to take training into her own hands and decided to wear the uh, the actual top of the potty as a ass hat and it got oh. stuck around her head oh, and neck. No. So <laughs> you have to cut it off. Well, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so it starts with the mom freaking out. And well, first the 2-year-old course freaking out because she can't get it off her head. Right. Then the mom freaking out because the 2-year-old's freaking out that she can't get it off her head. So the mom yells out to the 16-year-old sister i guess to call the firefighters so the firefighters have to come up and do like an emergency <laughs> cut off of the toilet yeah to get it off her head i was like ah, i don't know seems like i would have got that off without having to call the fire department well and if it fits getting on it would fit getting off yeah a little vaseline i'll get that right off yeah. soap mm-hmm. butter yeah something yeah yeah i mean a dremel i got off with a dremel so you know it's fair. Just cut a crack thick enough. And and it's, it. it's interesting because like the fire part, fire department will show up for that. Like got to cut a toilet seat off a kid's head. Yeah. But they can't. They're yeah. no longer going to get cats out of trees. Yeah. And stuff. Another kid stuck in the toilet. <laughs> Went in head first. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to set the world record, diving off the top of the Bob, sink. Bobbing for apples. <laughs> That's a poop story. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, I I mean, when you go and you walk in, you're like, ah, for real? (laughs) You know, every parent's had the moment. It's like, ah, come on. (laughs) Listen, two-year-olds are There's no way that we can keep this in just in this house, (laughs) is there? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's going to know. Yeah. She's going to be known as the toilet seat kid. Yep. The ass hat. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much what it was. (laughs) Oh, what do they call it? A, the Texas necktie. <laughs> do they? If they don't, they do now. If they don't, that's a missed opportunity. I don't know why Texas. <laughs> I don't either. 
seem like the only state that would wear it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Texas. <laughs> You're just eliminating viewership. I checked the stats. We don't got anything in no, Texas. Nothing going on in Texas. Yeah, so we're good. Our seven <laughs> listeners on. <laughs> None are from Texas. We really need to get more Florida people to send us their own individual stories. Yes. Right. Real life stories. Yeah. It just happened person. last week. Real um. man of genius. <laughs> I used to love those commercials. Here's to you, Mr. Hey. Taco Salad Inventor. If you uh, the only salad that's 20,000 calories. <laughs> and then you're in the background, I don't see no lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> They have a whole series on YouTube of Real Men of Genius where it's just like redneckery yeah. of like making things. There's one where a guy had two two-by-fours, one in the front, one in the back of two kayaks, two two-by-fours, and then an outboard motor strapped to the two-by-four. <laughs> I don't know what could go wrong with it, but I'm in. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of like a pontoon. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what could happen? Far off. Two kayaks. <laughs> Not even like... Hard kayaks, like <clears throat> the cheap ones you buy at like Academy or something, right. <laughs> the plastic ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez, that's funny. Redneckery. I like it. It's cheaper than a real boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to tell them where they can find us again? Yeah. So send us if all. If they your... even want to find us anymore. <laughs> do you want to see any more of this nonsense? We are. Kendall is adding asshats to her story. <laughs> so send us your own weird stories at Instagram on Good Bad Whatever Pod. <laughs> Kendall just fell off the rails. I'm having a stroke <laughs> on Facebook, on Twitter at GBW Pod, and on Podbean. Uh, you can figure it out from there. Uh, <laughs>